This episode of 365 Days of Astronomy is sponsored by no one. This show relies on the generous contributions of listeners like you. For just $30 a day, you can help us share astronomy with the world. Please consider donating at 365daysofastronomy.org. You are listening to the 365 Days of Astronomy podcast. Year three. Enough with the theme. Let's get to it, shall we? The 365 Days of Astronomy podcast starts now. Tumble into darkness. My name is Jeff Wood. I live in Pueblo, Colorado with my wife and two daughters. And we have an ongoing relationship with the full moon. Back when our girls were small, we'd drive out to the banks of the Arkansas River five or six times a year, park, and make a game out of predicting exactly where on the horizon the moon would rise. When it was fully risen, we'd go home, eat supper, continue on with our lives. Now that they're older, our lives have gotten necessarily busier and more complicated, but we still manage two or three full moons a year. I remember vividly the 2009 New Year's Eve full moon. The handoff of 2009 to 2010 was accompanied by not just a full moon, but a full blue moon. And I love the image of the full moon as a visual metaphor of year's end. One orb setting just as another rises, with you at the fulcrum balanced between them, the past calling out from one horizon, the future from another. The sky becomes a mirror of the mind. We watched the moon rise from the bluffs of the Arkansas, as we have so many other times, came home, celebrated the New Year's six or so hours later. December 2010's lunar eclipse didn't fall on year's end, but it came the day before solstice, the day before the darkest day, and mirrored my own mental landscape so well it follows me into 2011 as I say these words. My mother died in September of 2010, and this event follows me as well. Perhaps the sky is not the mirror. Perhaps I am the mirror. Skies were cloudy. It was cold out, and I wasn't expecting much. But clouds began to clear as the eclipse started just before midnight. So I fired up the clay stove and set up my telescope, a user-friendly 8-inch Dobsonian. Just before totality, I woke up the rest of the family, dragged them out of their beds and outside, hot water ready for tea and hot chocolate. My eldest daughter lasted about a half an hour until totality began, then stumbled back to bed, familial obligations fulfilled. My wife fared much better, well into the thing, marveling at the sight of the darkened surface of the moon as she drank her tea, but she too wandered back inside to bed after an hour or so. And then it was down to me and my youngest daughter. We snuggled close to the stove, talked a little, went to the telescope a couple of times, But mostly we just watched as the moon turned eerie red, then dull brown as the moon slid fully into shadow. It was a long, cold wait for light after that, but light when it came was dramatic. It was preceded by that same weird red glow, and then, not quite suddenly, the edge of the moon lit up and light slowly spread across the surface as that red glow faded. It was lovely. It was startling. It was moving. After that, even my youngest gave up the ghost and went to bed. I tucked her in, poured myself several fingers of good bourbon, and went out to watch the end of things. The moon was about half in shadow by then. I sipped my bourbon and smelled the wood smoke and watched the moon slide into sunlight, surrounded by night, and thought about that tumble into darkness, 
that long cold time in shadow and the slow but inevitable progress back into the light. You are listening to the IYA 365 Days of Astronomy podcast. The 365 Days of Astronomy podcast is produced by Astrosphere New Media Association. Audio post-production by Preston Gibson. Bandwidth donated by Libsyn.com and Wizard Media. Web design by Clockwork Active Media Systems. You may reproduce and distribute this audio for non-commercial purposes. Please consider supporting the podcast with a few dollars or euros. Visit us on the web at 365daysofastronomy.org or email us at info at 365daysofastronomy.org. Until next time, ta-ra.